Welcome to the Open Government Podcast. I'm Richard Pietro. And I'm Samir Vasta. Each episode of the Open Government Podcast brings you an interview with someone working on open government and citizen engagement in their community. And today we have Adam Hader from Fusion Halifax. And Adam was a surprise to me when I arrived in Halifax for a number of reasons. First of all, um, I didn't know anything about Fusion Halifax, and it's, an, and it's an amazing story as to what they're doing. But more specifically, I was amazed with his Red Swing project. And that's because, as the audience probably knows and people that follow the, uh, the Open Government Tour knows, is I'm really trying hard to make civic engagement as art. And that's what the Red Swing project was all about. And Adam, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the Red Swing project, and we'll go from there. Yeah, certainly. Thanks, Richard. Um, yeah, so in terms of the, the project itself, so the Red Swing project, it was delivered through, like you said, through Fusion Halifax and several of our volunteer members. And if I may, Richard, I just want to touch base, you know, on what Fusion Halifax is. And, you know, really what Fusion Halifax is, is the, it's the voice for the 20 to 40-somethings within Halifax. And the whole priority is to really, you know, influence civic engagement through our volunteer base and try to have a voice for, you know, the younger demographics within Halifax and try to be a part of this uh, decision-making process. So through Fusion Halifax, we have several different action teams, and one of the action teams that delivered on this, uh, this one individual project was uh, the Urban Development Action Team. And through this team, we've identified, you know, different ways to get engaged with the community at large and try to have, uh, you know, try to have an influence in terms of promoting, you know, better spaces for the public and, you know, how the built form can influence design and stuff like that and how do people interact with all these different uh, different areas within the, within the city. So in terms of the Red Swing Project, it came up as um, a brief idea around, again, how do, how do we promote and how do we attract people to, you know, these public spaces that are in Halifax? And, if for anybody out there that hasn't visited Halifax, we have a tremendous, you know, resource in terms of our public spaces, in terms of um, in green spaces, and as well as you know, the recreational spaces. So we really wanted to highlight, you know, and try to motivate individuals to come out and to explore these spaces and within the community. So, so through the Red Swing Project, we uh, took the the idea through. Um, you know, from an actual initiative that exists, and it's uh, located, you can search it online through the redswingproject.org, and really the whole idea is to install swings throughout um, throughout a city space and through public spaces and things of that nature, and try to really promote the use of these spaces, and um, it's meant to be anonymous, it's meant to be fun, it's meant to be creative, so on June 7th, we partnered with uh, another initiative called the 100, 101 Day, and that's essentially um, a civic-led uh, initiative as well and bottom-up type of feel to it, but really it's meant to be an initiative where 100 projects can be created in one day. So in Canada on June 7th, Halifax, Montreal, Toronto, and Vancouver participated and together created uh, you know several different projects and we highlighted the right swing project as an art installation and really you know it sort of feeds into this open government discussion and civic engagement in two ways you know one with the group itself to you know to put the planning efforts together and you know to really you know influence you know this art installation as a way to you know strike a creative conversation and strike some further meaning into you know what it means to engage with the the city process and you know exploring a city and how do we promote local shopping and things of that nature so and then the second side of it was was really around how the public came around to support the red swings we had no idea whether these swings would be installed and in place for an hour a day a week or a year and what came from this project was um you know some feel from 
the city and some you know some media coverage that these things weren't safe and that the the city was going to take them down and it really became a you know a social media campaign in one night it really the people of Halifax took to these different avenues and you know within a 24 hour period you know the people were engaged and they wanted these swings and the city changed its tune within that 24 hour period from one removing them to two you know keeping these around and you know to highlight these gems that are in Halifax and I think, uh, from what I recall correctly from the story, is I think you may have skipped over an element. There was actually an article written in the CBC saying that these were unsafe or something along those lines, that they should be taken down, that there are liability issues. And then that's when the public said, no, 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 we actually like these things. Am I remembering correctly? Yeah, yes, you are, Richard. So. You know, when I had the pleasure to uh, participate in your open panel discussion, uh, you know, I was thrilled to have that opportunity to share further. So, so that you know was one of the um, issues that came out. And when I mentioned that 24-hour shift in, uh, I guess, opinion that came from the city, and and you're right, uh, CBC did break an article highlighting how these um, how these swings were unsafe and how there's going to be all these issues with liability and things of that nature. And, and you know, as a, as a team, when we set up these swings, we understood that as you know being an issue, and we set them up in a safe manner and try to ensure that you know really it was just meant to be um, you know a safe exercise to you know just promote the creative thought process and things of that nature. It wasn't really meant to stir up any ill intentions, but but you're right. The uh, it was quite the article that broke, and like I said, with the social media campaign, you know, hashtag Red Swing HFX ended up uh, trending in Canada for that, you know, Friday evening that the article broke in CBC. So it was a, you know, it was a good experience from that because, you know, it showed how people can be, you know, can be engaged and how they can take ownership on, uh, you know, simple ideas, you know, just setting up red swings throughout um, throughout the city. Just to follow up on that idea, what uh, lessons can other civic engagements and citizen engagement projects take from the Red Swing Project? Uh, what did you learn about what makes for a good citizen engagement project, and how can other people replicate that? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, Samir. So, so what makes a good civic engagement project? So we, you know, at, we were really overwhelmed with the response that came from these swings. Like I said, we didn't know if they, these would be set up and left in place for a, a day, a week, or a year. So my, you know, to, to make it a good project, I think there is a way to, you know, one has to ensure that, you know, these are being used and that the people, you know, public wants to see something like this. So, so there have been lots of, you know, chatter around Halifax over the past year or two and probably longer than that from my, you know, that looks out of my experience, but, you know, it, it's really just having that pulse. So there it has been a want and a need for, you know, people to utilize and get outside a little bit more and promote with local shopping. So. So where we set up these swings, we set up 12 strategically throughout the you know the center of Halifax, which is on the peninsula, and really that created a sense of wonder too because people didn't know where these were you know actually set up, but when they stumbled upon it, you know they take pictures, they would you know promote with the hashtag that we um, put on with the swing itself, you know the hashtag Red Swing HFX, so that way we knew that at least something was being picked up on through social media, you know there was some understanding that these were being used, but you know, really, it's just, you know, understanding what the pulse is and, you know, just having, I don't want to say the tenacity, but just having the, um, you know, the perseverance and sort of that vision to understand what um, variables might influence success and might hinder the success of a project. And really, it's just being open and collaborative outside of that. It's, you know, just ensuring that, 
you know, when things do become a project and, you know, they are engaging with the public at large that, you know, there is that open door, you know, sort of, you know, ability to, to chat about the project and share in its success and ensure that, you know, it does go with the, um, you know, go with the pulse of what the public wants. Now, earlier you mentioned uh, some of the, like what Fusion Halifax is all about, but are there other examples of some of the work you've done in Halifax and maybe even in the Maritimes to create civic engagement, not just via the Red Swing, but I'm sure you guys have done a ton of things out there. Can you give give us some examples of that? Yeah, so so Richard, through Fusion Halifax, we have several different action teams and um, we have seven of them all together and we, you know, through these different action teams are different ways that we can, you know, engage with the uh, public at large. So. You know, we have the entrepreneurship team, sustainability, urban development, health and wellness, uh, immigration and diversity, and another group was what we call the people factor. And I hope I touched on all seven there. I might have missed one. But essentially, through these action teams, we're able to deliver on so many different events and, you know, community awareness projects. And we're partnering with, you know, like minds within the communities within Halifax. And we're actually expanding our um, presence in, into other areas within uh, the Maritimes. So... In terms of uh, specific examples, this past year, like through the urban development team, since I was directing that team, um, you know, we hosted a Transit 101 sessions. So there's an advocacy group that sort of um, has grown out of a partnership with Fusion Halifax, another group called the Planning and Design Center, to promote a fast, frequent, and reliable transit system. So it's not that we're going out there and telling people how to do, you know, how a transit review process should go in, in place, but more or less we're, you know, hosting events and we're just promoting opportunities to uh, you know to see if there's a better way to do things that we're currently doing so you know we hosted a few events with that in, in partnership and now is at the point now where the city is actually going through a transit review and they're opening the doors and allowing these thoughts and these opinions to come to the table so outside of that we host an annual conference uh, what we call viva city and that's really a three-hour event to promote you know the built environment and the public at large to come together under one roof to have the opportunity to discuss what how the city is shaping how it's moving in the future. So developers come together, the public comes together, and it's an opportunity to start breaking down some of the barriers and some of the um, the wonder of how a development actually comes to play because there's many moving pieces and many moving parts well before you know a project breaks ground. So at the high level, really, we just try to promote events and activities and partnering with different uh, like-minded organizations to you know just have a, a, a well-educated discussion and you know, try to move um, public opinion that way. And it's amazing work that you're doing uh, with Fusion Halifax, and more importantly with the Red Swing project. What really sort of hit on me is that so many people think that to be engaged in civics means you got to do these wild, crazy things. You got to be a really intelligent person, or you got to be uber involved, or have the connections. You've clearly shown that being engaged in civics. Is just as simple as a red swing, and and that's so helpful to give that message to people that it's the little things that matter sometimes and being civically engaged. And thank you for that. Thank you for participating in the podcast today, and um, and then we'll keep listening and watching for the great stuff coming out of Halifax. That was Adam Hader from Fusion Halifax on the Open Government Podcast. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll be back with our next interview in someone in the open government community. And if you've got any questions about today's episode or about anything we've discussed uh, about 
the Red Swing Project or Fusion Halifax, don't hesitate to reach out to Adam, or you can always send us a t- you can always send us a tweet on OGT Pod. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Richard Pietro. I'm at Vasta, and thanks again to Cheryl's Crush for the intro and outro music for the podcast. Thank you.